Hello, handsome. Care for a rubdown? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Something special is about to happen. Are you waiting to receive my lift penis? Very G'day Rubbers, welcome back to the Weekly Rubdown, a podcast that rubs down everything NRL Supercoach. You are listening to the Trial Rap, baby. I'm your host, Natty, and with me as always running shotgun in the rub is the Stats Wizard, Walker. What's going on, champion? Natty, mate. Um, it's fucking awesome to get some um, footy back in the eyeballs. Footy, footy, it's, footy, um, footy, 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 geez. footy, footy. I never thought I'd miss Vossi's voice like I've missed it. It's... um. Yeah, some absolute clackers from um from Dangan as well. I've had a had a ball this weekend. It's been awesome. It's mate, I tell you what, as I tear the scab off this bad boy, it hit my missus like a fucking thirty ton truck. She was like, <laughs> Where did this come from? This is <laughs> a little bit early, all this football. Like she got how many fucking games is this? I'm like, Oh, there's games all weekend. There's three today. There's four four, <laughs> there's four, four tomorrow. There's four today. <laughs> and so good, she's like so sorry, what? Yeah, no, she was not fucking ready for that at all. Yeah, I've got a heavily pregnant wife and me taking over the TV did not go down well, but um, had to be done. Actually, shout out to, fuck, I forget his name. He'll know He'll know I'm talking about him here, but he sent me this, um, one of the rubbers on Instagram sent me a photo of a letter that he wrote up uh, for his wife, um, pretty much just putting in his notice of, yeah, look, in a couple of weeks, I just won't be available on Fridays or Sundays. Uh, and it was hilarious. I'll see if I can find it quickly. <laughs> but, mate, it, I showed my missus and she was. She goes, don't you ever fucking dare do anything like that to me. It's a bold man that, to try that sort of stunt. But, um, yeah. Very good. Very good gear. No, it's it's almost an unwritten so, number of times for us. So, yeah. Oh, let's go. It's on. Season started. I just said Almost. it's on. It's, it's done. It's we're on, we're underway. The, the horses have fucking broken. We're out. We're, we're galloping, baby. We're going, <laughs> we're going. So on this rubdown guys, we'll be talking about uh, who impressed, who failed to impress. Most of the things we'll talk about is where we saw guys playing, what edges, uh, and the positions they were playing. That's probably the biggest thing you can take out of it from the trials. Minutes don't mean anything because mm, most of your, yeah. your starting guys are going to play the first half and then have the second half off. Um, so take nothing away from minutes. It's more a vibe thing. Um, I test, see some guys that are ripping in, looking good, looking fit, looking healthy. There and of course, ripping in the tearing. 100%. It was very sexy, bro. We've got a, a few names that we'll go through mm. here that'll get us right up. Bard, right up, bro. But as always, this rubdown is brought to you by the Patreon, the weekly rubdown Patreon, the Rub Club, Rubber Stats, whatever you want to call it. Still humming, guys. If you are doing a draft this weekend, a lot of us are doing our draft coming up this weekend, and you want to do a last-minute cram, the weekly rubdown Patreon is the place to do it. Everything there at your fingertips, it's honestly like it still boggles my mind how much gear is on there. And of course, you've got your draft cheat sheet that you can print out now, which is like the pinnacle of all the preseason content, something that you can have next to you while you're drafting. It's sexy as fuck. So get on over there, check it out. $8, tier two, cheaper than a schooner. You will not 
be disappointed. I'm telling you that much. Look, anything else to add on there with the Patreon? Uh, what, one other thing is like we're corralling a lot of um, a lot of mocks as well. So mm. we're filling up the mocks, getting rid of the bots, and um, you're actually getting real um, outputs from it. So that side of it's been quite good. Um, a lot of people are getting some um, some good strategies now, and it's the best way to test your your draft strategy. So yeah, it's um, that side of it has been really good. Yes, and so a lot of people do ask me on Instagram to uh, put the word out for uh, mock drafts. And I don't do that on Instagram because then I'll just be flooded by people asking me to put out, oh, we've got a mock starting in 10 minutes. Oh, I've got a mock. Can you ask? So I don't do it on Instagram, but on the Patreon, Wook will put up there when he's setting up a, a mock draft so that we can get all the rubbers in there so we don't have any bots. So it gives you a really good understanding about how the draft is going to flow. And not only that, we've got the Discord that's fucking humming at the moment. So mm, you do the yeah, mock yeah. draft, then you head over to the weekly rubdown Discord, and everyone has a chat about it. Everyone's talking about the drafts that they did over the weekend, how they went, uh, where they could have gone better. So it, yeah, everything is just going well at the moment, firing on all f- cylinders. I'm absolutely loving it. It's the favourite part of the season for the rubdown. Ooh. Obviously, as a draft podcast, it's um, this is this is our um our finals footy. It's Christmas Day, baby. It's Christmas fucking day. All right, let's um first up, let's get into some I'm still injuries. Alive, but I'm very badly injured. Now, first up, I do want to tell you guys to uh, go over and listen to the Magic Sponge podcast that came out. I think it was earlier today. Mm, yeah. uh, obviously, the boys over there, Brian. Uh, they go through all the, the uh, injuries a lot deeper than what we will hear. So definitely go and check those guys out. But we'll just touch on a few. Dom Young obviously uh, suffered uh, a bit of a neck injury with that crusher tackle. He looks like he'll be out for round one. Brendan Piakura. Now, we'll talk about his performance a little bit later. So it was scary when he went down with this knee injury. We just got word today that it is a, a minor PCL sprain, and he is looking good for round one. Well, I think it came out that it's a, it's an MCL. I am still okay. He, he did it. He did it in the the second try that he was scoring. I think it was just landed on him. Just yep. his head just gave it a big old yep. slam. So thank fuck for that because yeah, we're all looking at Pierre mm, and just going mm, tasty. Yep. Josh Schuster, the absolute myth, is he's pulled up <laughs> lame from a calf injury. Just wipe him from all your pre-draft Damn. lists, people. They came, out, they came out. They said they were saving him for for the second week of the trials. Mate, if he oh, was a racehorse, yeah, he would have been shot by now. I guarantee you. Flag would yep. be his nickname. One hundred. Jaden Braley hamstring. Yeah, it's not a um, stay away. It's stay not a. Away, it's not baby. a good. Not a good thing when he's coming back from a knee injury to have compound that with a hamstring. Nope. Nah, not with nope. a large pole. Crossland's moving up the ranks though with all this news of Jaden mm. Braley's injury, so gets more and more interesting. As the uh, the season draws closer, yeah, big time. Uh, Ty Munro with that, uh, it's an AC joint, clavicle, something around the uh, the the shoulder, shoulder. joint. There, yeah. he looks like he's going to be out for a while, like four or five weeks. So, really opening up that they're right edge pretty, for the bunnies. They're pretty sparse um, because obviously Whiten's out for those two mm. two games suspended. So, yep. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they do line up. I reckon Tane Moon gets a run. Um, hey, enter Braden Burns. No, my boy's, my boy's Burns. back. Burns. My boy, <laughs> get him in. Get he him was, in. We will talk about him later too. But we geez, will, bro. There's um, there's a there's a few spots opening up in that back line. 
Let's go, Burns. Let's go, Burnsy. Uh, David Fafita, I was listening to Brian today. He seems pretty confident that um, he'll be back after the Titans bye. So, so probably, three. yeah, so probably miss the first couple of rounds, but then he'll be fit and firing and ready to go after the Titans bye. But he is less confident on the uh, Jaden Campbell oh. injury. Oh, so what's going on with the Patella uh, dislocation or something that he had last year, and the way that he's come back from it, and the just how he hasn't—he's not fully hitting his straps yet, as Brian says he should be. Is that is that similar to the injury that um, uh, Connor Watson had? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I he just had something to do with Patella as well, didn't he? I just know that the tone of Brian's voice was. JC, no go. Not happy about it at all. Ooh, and so, he's a guy that we were really keen on. And, and having that dual 5-8 and fullback was so handy. Fuck, that's, um, that's not flags. a few of my strategies. Jeez. Yeah, red flag. So when you were sort of looking at Jaden Campbell, sort of round six, round seven, round eight, maybe try and push him back a little bit further. And if someone mm. wants to still take him there, maybe you let them. Well, it opens up a bit of um, bit of value later in the draft. Yep. Uh, and so one less player to pick at 5'8". How good? <laughs> it's all right. We, we, we didn't need it, did we? I think that, that establishes 5'8 as the most difficult position now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, it was already, but yeah. now it's just a completely fucked. All right, let's get into the first game here. Dogs v. Storm. So on the dogs side of things, these are just some points that I made in my phone over the course of the game that I was watching. Marnie, busy at a dummy half. Obviously mm. had that try assist early. That was tasty. I mean, that's what we want to see from Marnie, don't we? And we sort yeah. of touched on this earlier in the preseason about, look, we know that he can make 45, 50 tackles a game, but we want to see him dominate close to the line and start putting and, blokes in, in gaps. And we know that he's capable of it. He did it in, did it in Rezies. Um, he did it at times at the Eels. He just needed a, needed a bit of pack behind uh, in front of him to get the go forward to allow him to play that, um, that sort of footy. But, I mean, you'll get to it, but Sammy Hughes... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I've left him for last because he's interesting. We will mm. talk about him. Bronson Sherry, left edge. Yes. So we yep. got we got we got confirmation there that he will be playing left center. Um, I read Max a re- King. I read a report though that um, and it's Fox News, so take it with a grain of salt. Um, apparently, Crichton is being lined up for the left edge. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so I, what- I, I thought he was. I thought he was right edge for sure. So, so who's going to play Rod Edge? Um, Connor Tracy. Connor Tracy. Wow. Yeah. So it is still watch this space then. It's a hundred percent watch this space. Um, okay. I've got no idea how that back line ends up, and I, and if I'm honest, I don't I don't think um, Serato does either. Just yet. no. And mate, Blake Taff ain't much chop. Honestly, he's not he, he great. Was, he was good in spurts, but like high involvement and all that sort of stuff. But I don't think he's starting quality. No. In NRL. No, I don't think so either. All right. So, yeah, that's good. Keep watching that. Mm. Uh, the center uh, bullshit that's going on there at the dogs. <laughs> yeah. Um, Max King, just look, he was ripping in a fucking tearing. Yes. That's I've just yeah. literally written that ripping the mm. fuck in. That's what I've written down. Uh, so, that's great to see because we're big on him. Yeah. Hacho versus Toby Sexton. This was, I, I at halftime, I was like, oh, Hacho's. Number seven, like give him the fucking jersey now. He was squaring up and taking the line on every single time he had the ball out in front, which was giving everyone space around him. Like yeah. 
the way that he was taking on the line was very, very arousing. And then Sexton come on in the second half and he looked just as good. So that battle diff- for the seven. In a, in, a, in a very different way though. Like um, it was it was more of a noticeable um, from outside looking in, a more noticeable impact from Sexton. But it was just the opportunities that he gave um, gave Taff at the back. Uh, this is Hutcho. Gave Taff at the back and gave um, Alberto. Just giving him space, giving him time, um, just by screwing yeah. up the line, like you said. Yeah, it's um, I'm none the wiser out of that game about who's going to have the seven. I, but I, I'm fifty fifty. Yep. I, I, I genuinely don't know. Yeah, and I'm pretty big on whoever does get it. So it is another big watch list, and it might be taking a look at this um, this upcoming trial game and and just picking whoever plays better out of the two and just making an absolute fucking gamble on it. Well, I'm officially going cold on on Sexton because I think even if Sexton gets the spot, Hutcher will be on the bench. You can guarantee because yep. someone with that utility quality, yep. I think. He, he, they could even carry both him and man on the bench because of the the positions that they cover, and I'm sure you'll get to get to salmon as well. Like, fuck, mm. yeah. They've um, apart from front row forwards, they've got a lot of depth there. The um, the doggies, <laughs> yeah. Um, hello, Sam Hughes. Uh, you, you mentioned him. Mm. He just came out of nowhere. I was like, who the fuck is this big cunt? And he was pumping blokes. He looked really good. And I did see an interview. I think it was with Cast Patrol. They were interviewing Karaz, and he was saying Sam Hughes is the fittest bloke at their club. I mean, a guy that's not the fittest forward, not the fittest forward, fittest guy, the fittest bloke at their club. So he is very interesting. Again, classic will probably suck the value out of him, but I still think Mm. he's a guy you can get really late in your drafts. And he's the perfect mold of what we like in our front row forwards, isn't it? Like a bloke you get late. That strong might be able to get a strong 45. PPM. You're expecting yep. him to get decent quality minutes. Like yep. Liam, Liam Knight had so many errors in that game, did himself no favours no. to get that starting spot. So there is a there is a half chance that Sam Hughes not only gets a bench spot, he gets a starting spot. And that's that's where we really want to see him. Yep, hundred percent. And of course, Ryan Pappenhausen. Pappen, uh, yeah. There was a few things I was watching really closely with him was is he taking hit-ups? Does he have the confidence to just go, yep, I'll have a hit-up here? He did. Mm-hmm. He made a few yep. hit-ups, and I wanted to see him full pace. And didn't we see it? He oh, just fucking up- try. Oh, he just obliterated so everyone. Good. They yeah. all fucking had a head start, and he was like, see you, boys, try time. So I think he, he made Hutcho look like he was standing still. I need, I need an injection in my penis to get the erection down from it because <laughs> I was – every week I, I was getting more. Small, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they just start jabbing. They'll get it eventually. <laughs> just jabbing the crotch area. Um, I was getting more and more on Pappy um, everywhere. And now I'm just, he's a firm top 10 pick for me. Uh, if you're at the back end of your draft, strongly consider him. I, I think he's yeah. going to have a great season. And there's so many ticks for Ryan Pappenhausen, right? He's just one of those guys you enjoy watching. You love him. Like, yeah. His personality on and off the field is fantastic. You, you, you just got to love the bloke. He's fantastic to watch. He's going to improve your draft experience. Storm have a fantastic run in the finals. You've got to love that. And he's only going to get better. And I feel like everyone sort of took a backward step as well with him not goal kicking. But honestly, I think he will get the goal kicking eventually. eventually yeah. I think I think initially it's definitely going to be, um, be Meany if he gets a starting spot. <laughs> 
if Meany doesn't end up getting a starting spot, and this could definitely happen, um, yeah, he'll he'll get goal kick as well. And on top of that, like we saw him get a ninety average a couple of years ago, it's not out of the realms of possibility that he does something similar. Yeah, I'm, even, um, without, even without I'm all over him, even without the goal kicking, he can have a scoring potential similar to that of um, of Walshy, even higher. So, yeah, he's definitely one that I'm I'm keen on as well. Exactly. Like, honestly, I can see Pappy almost averaging the same as Latrell, even though Latrell has goal kicking. Mm. But Pappy is going to have games where he has a ceiling that beats Latrell by 40 points. Oh, or more. Yeah, so for sure. that's what you're getting with Pappy. So if you're in a captain's league, like someone like Ryan Pappenhausen, it's gold. I just, I mean, you've got to make a stand, right, on players like this, and I'm all mm. in. I am all in. Like, if I'm... I'm even thinking that, like, if I was pick five, I'd take uh, Pappy ahead of Latrell and Drinky. And, and, actually, and I, Walsh, actually, I would. And Walsh? No, we'll talk about Walsh later, but it's, it's an interesting call. Because that, they're, they're, they're you're, almost, you're almost talking about fifth or sixth spot there for Pappy. Yeah, yeah 100%. Like that's, yep. that's hectic. Yeah, I, I would I would take him ahead of Drinkwater and uh, Latrell. 100. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I, I would definitely take him ahead of Latrell just because like we spoke a couple of podcasts ago about the, the ceiling issue for um, for Latrell. Yep. I think Drinky still has a, a pretty decent ceiling, but he's obviously got that buy in round 25 that That's really hurts his value. That's the thing for me, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yum, Pappy. That was great. That, was, mm. that game for him was great. Um, that's all I've got written down for this game, mate. Anything else you want to talk about here? Um, did you touch on Cherry? Cherry looked yes, good. On, yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he came up on the left. He, he took a couple of really tough runs, so he was getting busy and he was getting involved. So, look, if he gets the opportunity, I think he's going to be awesome. Um, Jamin Salmon. So I touched on him earlier. A lot of um, a lot of yo about him um, with the way he was mm. playing, setting up setting up a lot of opportunities and things like that. Out of that. Huge, huge concerns over uh, Josh Curran's value um, yeah, because he's going yeah. to absolutely demand minutes. Salmon, he's he's got a lot of quality, and Curran started it's, it's on the an ball edge. playing. Curran ball started playing on from, an edge. Yeah, it's the ball playing from Salmon that's going to hurt Curran because oh, Curran just doesn't Curran have does. it. He all Curran all Curran is is, is a third forward, yep. and that's not bad. That's not a, a knock on him. It's just he will have a period of time on the field and then someone will come in when they need to get something creative yep. going. Because Jacob Preston has locked down that right edge back row spot for 80 minutes and, and you know kicks, that kick out is going to get 80 minutes on the left. So yeah. Well, maybe not, maybe not 80. And that's the thing that that's the thing that we've seen in the past is sometimes they usually look to keep, and this was back at the Panthers, mm. they look to keep him fresh um, just after half time and then they'll put him on for maybe 60, 60 to 65 minutes in the game. Yeah, so, so what, Curran what might we come could on see there. is Curran might shift to mm. that left edge. And look, it's an electric left edge. So look, the more I'm thinking about it now, <laughs> I'm talking myself back into Curran. So, but it look, might only be 20 minutes, you know, yeah, like yeah, probably yeah, not exactly. enough. Yeah. I mean, but if he's playing another another 50 to 60 minutes in the middle, maybe Curran's not that bad. And he has that mm. little bit of upside for that 20, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a, there's a few question marks that we'll need to have a look at for next week. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something to keep in the keep in the back of the mind for sure. Mm. Another one last thing that I will say is um, Blake Wilson will be the unluckiest 
person in rugby league not to make the starting round one team. Yeah, he's good, isn't he? He's so good. And the fact that they are absolutely flush with options is it's just so hard. Like you, you can't pick him ahead of Karaz, you can't pick him ahead of Fox, but fuck if he's if isn't the third third best option out of any team, I just like he played so well. Good looking rooster too. Got an absolute rig on him. You do buff, like as buff, come, buff as they come. Buff as they come. Blake Wilson for a, yeah. for a winger. Yeah, um, for sure. All right, let's get into the All Stars game. So, just good to see some of these out and out guns. Just mm. looking, looking slick, like yeah, Latrell yeah. Mitchell ball work. Yum, that yep, that yep. cut out ball um, with that sweep that he likes to do. It's so good to see him do it on the right edge as well because you're just like, mm. fuck, he's so dangerous on both sides of the ruck. It's yeah. it really is fantastic to see. It's it's rugby league form when he's out there putting his wingers away. Hines, he's just that fucking good. Yeah. The the problem the, the one thing I did notice is like he was he was more quiet than we'd see from him usually and that was that was obviously down to how how dominant Tricky was in that second half. And I think he's still got 80 supercoach points or thereabouts yeah, yeah. Hines. He he is one of those guys that once he's done rubbing the DP in, he's already got 30 supercoach points. <laughs> He laces up the boots. He's got another 20. Hasn't even looked at a blade of grass yet. 30 points. <laughs> it's just he's that guy, right? So yeah. it, that just cemented to me that, like, I don't give a fuck. If you pick him one, he's great. He is great. Um, yeah, but I have heard Guru talk a lot about Trindle and the fact that he is a more, more dominant, dominant, yeah. dominant half than what Moisa was. So will he take points off Hines or – Will he sort of add to Hines uh, and his output because he's putting mm. him in, in better spots? I mean, who knows? It's We're going to have to find out. But Trindle is definitely demanding more ball uh, than Moisa would. Do, do you think that the, the end result out of all this is um, there might be more – like you know how they were funneling down that left side in, in attack and Hines was obviously drifting both sides but playing mostly left. Do you think that opens up the right back up again? Because we've seen one guy who fell away a fair bit last season was Sarana Katoa. Mm. And look, we've seen him average 60 points week year on year. And I feel like there might be there might be a world where they both kind of stay in the corridors a little bit. Um, this is Hines and, um, Hines and Tricky. And maybe Hines might start delivering some even better balls to the likes of Nicara, the likes of of Santa Katara on the on the outside, and maybe we do see a bit of an uptick in in those guys on that edge, including Ramian. Mm. So I guess it comes down to the way that Hines plays. It comes down to where the defense is lacking. Mm. He's gonna he's gonna pinpoint those um, defensive deficiencies, and he's just gonna he's just gonna push it until it breaks. Yeah. So uh, it, he's just that good, right? I want to see him continue to play both sides of Rutgers, obviously. Oh, no, and there's for sure, more for scoring sure. um, opportunities. But, yeah, it is, it's just something interesting to be aware of that, like, it could mean a bit of a regression for Hines if Trindle does take some points away from him. But, but honestly... We're, t- we're talking a regression of, like, 90 to 85 or something along those lines. Yeah, and it's like Hines is the big alpha in this side. Like, is he just going to all of a sudden let Trindle start overcalling him? I don't think so. You wouldn't think so. 
Mm. It's like cool, cool, tricky. Like I love the enthusiasm, bro, but fucking get back where I told you to be, cunt. Like I don't know. He's only played. He's only played as the like the halfback for what three seasons now. Yeah, what tri- um tricky? No, no, no. Oh, but yeah, but oh, Hines is Hines is no, the Sharks. I, I know, I know. Hines I know. is the at Sharks. the moment. At the moment, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I can't see tricky coming in and just going. No, this is my team, bro. Have you never? Have you never met a, a confident half before? No, confidence is good, 100%. but but like overcalling the main guy. Yeah, I think that, I think he's going to do more of that than Moisa did for sure. Because Moisa, sure. Moisa oh, knew his place in the team. I think we'll see we'll see it gravitate towards exactly what you were saying towards halfway through the season. But I think there are going to be situations where it might be a little bit clunky in attack. Clunky, yeah. And that's where I think it'll start to gel like halfway through the season, and we'll, we'll see some real solid attack from both, from both of these boys. Hundred percent, because it's like tricky. I love the enthusiasm, but can you do what I do? No. Yeah. So well, just go go away for a second. Like, well, I think it, let I think me it's have just, a go. It's just going to be understanding each other's game because they've only had a handful of games together. And understanding Mate, where they can they, they can leverage off each other. They attacked well for <laughs> you know on in the the indigenous side there, so they mm. looked really good. So yeah, I, I look it doesn't it doesn't deter me at all for Hines. I'm still taking him one or two overall. I, Trin, Trindle's there, Trindle's not there. Don't give a fuck. He is a gun. The only the only thing it's it's done for me is I, I've I've had a think and maybe maybe have um, Cleary just ahead of him now. Because of that, that potential risk. Yeah, no, nah, I'm still like. I know, honestly, the score, I, I know the scoring potential and stuff like that, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I just don't, I just don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it did, it's too close to call. I would, I would take Hines, but I don't care. Like, just back your gut. Like, yeah, either yeah. one's going to be fine. Like, I'm not going to push back on people that go. I'm taking Cleary first, but I would probably just take Hines. But I'd take second pick just to get a better return pick. <laughs> Don't make, just, don't have to make the decision. So you don't have to make the decision. <laughs> Someone asked me that today, actually. Yeah. Like, where, where would you go? Go pick two, so you don't have to make the decision. Clearly, Hines. You get what you're given, and then you get a better pick than the guy up in front of you. Yep, hundred um, percent. Royce Hunt just keeps teasing me in the in the Ooh. preseason. <laughs> as soon as he did that huge run, I was like, "Fuck, now he's going to be barred up right now." I just sculled my beer. <laughs> I was that happy. I was just like, "Yes, Hunt, <laughs> fuck, he's a big boy." And um. It's Hammer season. I've just got yes. a vibe about yeah, Hammer. Yeah, for sure. I've just got a great vibe about him. I think he is going to go nuclear this season. And honestly, I think you need to prioritize Hammer if you are taking Latrell, uh, Turbo, or Pappy. One of these fullbacks mm. that you're worried about their injury risk, yeah. you need to prioritize Hammer, get him, reach for him, get him in your CTWs because one, you're going to have backups, a great backup for your fullback spot if one of these guys goes down. Two, it's just going to be such a great backline in your supercoach side already, like can, having you Hammer can, in your CTWs. You can play him in the CTWs. And yep. like having a backup that can play week in, week out and not be like a buller that you'll, you'll sit on your bench and won't even touch him until an injury comes, it's it's so valuable. He's going to be good. Yeah. He's going to be fucking good, bro. I've and got like good vibes. Fox outside of him was, was electric as well. So that left edge on, for the doggies is, is potentially going to be humming if they can actually put things together. Mm. Um, mm. Timiko on the other side, though. Anyone else in this game that sort of tickled your fancy, bro? 
Uh, yeah, well, Timiko was the reverse. He, he was just rid of Rivera's. Oh, um, no. He's your boy, too. I know. I know. Every, he did that, that drop over the line. I was like, oh, come on, mate. He has it in him, doesn't he? Oh, he does. He does. He's an out-and-out strike center, though. Um, mm. But, yeah, it was obviously playing – it was playing on the left rather than his favoured right. Um, but, yeah, Jesse Arthurs was another one. He started at fullback, had a litany of errors, and then um, he got he got punted towards the end. Um, but Xavier Willison, he was, yeah. he was very strong, yep. very yep. strong in, in a beaten team. And I thought, look, he played very well in the Winner Manly trial a week ago and did himself no disservice with that he, game either. He's in the 17. He has to 100%. be. He has to be. You know, he had um he had eight eight hit ups, hundred and three meters for that eight hit ups, four tackle mm. breaks, one line break, one try, you know, scored over sixty super coach points in twenty minutes. So very, very good. Mm. Um and it's sort of like the Terrell May call where it's like, yeah, he's probably coming off the bench and plays thirty five minutes, but could possibly score fifty that. points in what he can that do in that thirty minutes. minutes is ridiculous. Like mm. Mm. and then you had um Hopgood. Just busy as usual, just getting some absolute work work done. Like he was, he was looking real good as well. Yeah, yeah. The hop good thing's going to be interesting. Obviously, running with that eighty minute hooker, mm. having more middles on the bench, going to be very interesting to see what happens there with the hop good Maddo sort of rotation and the big boys and stuff like that. Scary. Yeah. Well, when you Scary. got when you got Wurumu Greg, you've got Joe off and Gowie, you've got like you've got forwards coming out of their ass there, like yep. it's um or Kelmatolangi as well, like he, he he performed pretty well. We'll talk about um that one later. So yeah, it's um it's a good one. Mm. All right, let's get into the Knights v Sharks game here. Plenty to talk about. Uh, I've just got Price is a gun and should yeah. be five eight. Well, look, you, you mean Will Price? Yeah, put him in. Look, five eight. I, I I I don't know whether he'll get the get the run because look, it's it's going to be between um, Cogger or probably oh, Gamble. Uh, yeah, I think Gamble's I think, the spot. I think, I think Cogger's Gamble's, there. It's Gamble's to lose, but like Cogger's come in, he's just won a grand final. He, I don't think can, he can play Cogger and Hastings in the halves together. Yeah. They're two no, halfbacks. And that's They're two the generals. Thing, yeah. They're not – you need a 5-8, right? So it's, mm. I think it's gambles to lose. Price, he has played 5-8 in the past. Yep. And he's got a good kicking game, good passing game. Um, no, I'm not going to say that, like, he'll I, – I definitely think Gamble will be the 5-8 round one. And, like, it's his position to lose. And if he doesn't do anything wrong, like, he doesn't have to do anything fantastic. But if he doesn't do anything wrong, he'll keep that spot. But Price – Price Watch this space. Yes, yes, Have yes. Has a great yes. running game. Good gate and, yeah, goal kicks as well. So, look, if you don't have Will Price as your handcuff for Ponga, mm. you've got to look at yourself because um, he's definitely going to get the spot um, and be shifted there if uh, Ponga does go down at any point. Imagine imagine the waiver clamour. <laughs> For price, if KP goes down. You, like if you if you're a Ponga owner with a with genuine risk of that head the head knock <laughs> issue, yeah, you've got to put him in. Yep. Um. Obviously, we had K Map go down. Oh, just got knocked, knocked the fuck out. Um. I was that watching was the, the first, game first first play of the game, wasn't it? I was going. I was watching it on my phone. Mrs. is watching something on TV, and I go, "Oh fuck, this cunt's dead." She goes, "What are you watching?" 
You go, no, this bloke's dead. He he, he hasn't moved for the last five minutes. Oh, I think yeah. he's dead. He went down he like a sack of potatoes. Fuck yeah. out, bro. But with him out, it sort of gave David Armstrong a mm. chance to put his hand up. He was he was superb. So I at, at that point I was like, geez, there's a few guys that are putting their hand up for this right wing spot, but apparently Tuala's already Tuala's in there. Yeah. Locked That's it away. So yeah, so Twala get that right wing spot, but it was interesting to see the depth that the Knights have just across the park. Actually, yeah. they are in a very good position. The Knights, really sexy position. I mean, that's that's even without mentioning Chum Jenkins, who looked good as well in part. Yeah, exactly. So. Yep, yep. Um, I had Hastings on the left edge. This left edge for the Knights, it may be better than what we've been saying that it's going to be, mm. and we've been yeah, yeah. really high on it. Just saying, you want two, three plays out of this fucking Knights left edge. He was amazing, Hastings. He had that ball on a string. He was putting blokes in spots. He was he was controlling it. He looked confident. It was really good signs. And then you add in KP, you add in Best. Uh, yeah, this left edge is going to be very sexy. And then talking about the left edge, this this battle for the back row spot, Dylan Lucas is just a weapon. Now, mm-hmm. if he doesn't get a start this year, there's another team that's going to be offering this kid some big money to play at their club because he's a real deal. I'll tell you what, the, the Knights are in a similar position as the Cows in that they've, they're absolutely flush with back row options. And I don't think they'll be able to keep them all because they won't be able to put them on the park. So, yeah, there's there's a real chance that they'll lose one or two of their, their really gun um, edge back rollers. And so I was listening to Guru today and I kind of agree with him is that it could be a chance here that Dylan Lucas and uh, KPP, Kypiers Paul, steal minutes off each other and make both of them irrelevant for Supercoach, which would be mm. a crying shame. No. But if they are sharing time, it may be no go for both of them. Yeah. And considering Dylan Lucas would be dual Tour F CTW. It would have been a perfect little late mm. play in your draft to pick him up, but yeah, it might not to be. So no. Yeah. Um, for the for the Sharkies, I like this Hazelton. I mm. like him. Another guy in the vein of Terrell May and who's the other big cunt we just talked about from the Broncos? Oh, Xavier Willison. Willison in that vein where this bloke's gonna come off the, the bench. He's an absolute skyscraper. He's a huge human, and he's going to be running at tied defenders. We know that he can score a try. We know he's got a sexy little offload. This bot might be a guy that you can pick with your 17th pick that, if it all falls your way, could be a 50-point plotter. Yeah. And he's that, the and type that's, of guy that's, that's, that's all I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you've been burned recently by another another shark who we thought was going to be a 50-plotter, so... Anyway, we might move on. Um, so, and this with your seventeenth oh, pick, that's that's what it you do. Matter. It doesn't matter. You, you have give, to have you it. give Royce Hunt a go. You give Hazelton nah, a go. You right. give May a go. Yeah. You give this. Yeah, they, these are the that, type of front where, row forwards that I like. That's where you throw a hail mary and look. If it doesn't, if it comes up um, snake eyes, it doesn't matter that much. Um, one of the one of the shining lights was um, early on. Sandy Katoa looked good, um, but. Let's let's be really honest about this performance. It was an incredibly understrength shark side. Incredibly, I'm not falling for this Sionic Tower. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not getting lulled into this Sionic Tower again. Again, again. Um, that's that's because you got burned. I didn't get burned. Um, mm. Yeah, 
look, it, it was an incredibly understrength Shark side. They had no starting spine players in this game. So take those performances from the Knights with that in, in mind, all right? Mm. So, yes, they were fucking awesome, but they were, they were the Sharks were just incredibly outclassed both on paper and on the field. So yep. just be, yep. bear that in mind. Um, McInnes doing more McInnes things, just yeah. tackling everything that moves, making hit-ups when he needs to, to make them. I think he's a nice little sleeper as well um, in your back row spot if you've missed the jump on those guys because – I think he's going to get the lion's share of the minutes there at the 13 spot, and I think they might be moving Finucane through the middle, the big boys, the props, just They've to give him this They've got a lot 13. of props, though, don't they? They do. They do. Uh, they just love Finucane, though. Do you know what I mean? No, like- I, know that, I know they love Finucane, um, and I think one of the reasons, and I think um, McInnes has a bit of an inflated average because of the injury to Finucane mm-hmm. last season, so... And well, that'll I, happen again this year. That's just where yeah, Finucane is, no, is in, for, in his season. Yeah, for sure. He'll, he'll do, a calf, career, do a calf or something like that. But, yep. um, yeah, it's it's definitely one that um, – look, I, I would look at that 59 average from last season for McInnes and I'd probably deduct a few points off that just where, you, where you're placing him in your pre-drafts. But, yeah, he's definitely someone you've got to look at for sure. 100%. Um, anyone else from this game that you want to talk about? We've got everyone in there. No, I just just going back to that came up of Arnie's, um big KO. That was that was sickening. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, my missus thought I was watching snuff videos. Pretty much the way I was carrying on. Not again. Uh, Not again. <laughs> honey, you know that I watch these snuff videos when you go to bed. Um, <laughs> Roosters Eagles. Uh, so. I was obviously watching Sam Walker very closely, and I loved Russell. Shock, confident, kicking goals. Everything was tick, 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 tick. He looked good, mm. really good. And I thought they looked better at a better outfit with him, um, oh. with ball out, out at the front. Do you know what I mean? Like 100%, he's 100%. he's huge for this Roosters side. So big on him, and uh, that's just cemented him in a bit of a reach. I, I want him on my side. It's simple as that. I love him. Get him up here. Want to buff him? Want to buff him? What about this 2RF nightmare? Like, starts off, Satili's on the left, Nat Butcher's on the right, Crichton comes through the middle, then second half, Crichton played left, um, edge, and Satili through the middle, and Wong played right edge. Do you know know what the worst thing was? I don't know what's happening. What's happening? Well, all of them played pretty good. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) None of them them had an absolute shocker. None of them, apart from Satili, really, really stood up. The one thing that I did take from um, seeing a few of the Gussie's runs, because I was looking at him closely for a bit of value late in the draft, and there were a couple of his runs that, like it was, it was like he was he was back a few years ago, mm. like, holding it up in the line, getting ready for the offload, like standing mm. up strong in the tackle. <sighs> like I think, if there, if there wasn't like two other, two, three other guys that are vying for those two spots. I'd be, I'd be really interested. There's so many, isn't there? Like, mm. I guess if if I had to guess, I think Nat Butcher starts on the right edge. Yeah. I think they give I him think the first crack. I think he's the only one that I, I would say is close to a lock. Honestly, though, just back your gut and pick one of these other guys late in the draft mm. because one of them's going to get a crack and whoever it is is going to look very good out there. In yeah. The I, I've got no idea who it is. I mean – Satili looked good, and then they put him through the middle and he scored that try. Like, he yeah. looks like he didn't suffer an ACL at all. Like, he looks fresh as fuck. Like, mm. he looks really good. And they do love Satili 
But then they've got this Wong. He's just signed a big deal. Like, and he's a, he's an absolute like prodigious talent. Oh, CBA, like, <laughs> oh yeah, wow. well, he's the, he is the CBA he is. Academy this year. He is. He is. Yeah. He's, mm. the, he's the one and only. But yeah, honestly, I, don't know what's it's, happening there. There was there was another thing that that I did see, and um, we didn't see enough of it last year. Was Victor Radley taking taking some ownership and taking an Taking it through the line, gave a really mm. good, um, gave a good ball to I think it was Kiri who made a run before they scored the try through um, Walker and look I I think there's a bit of value in in Vic and if he can stay on the field I think there's definitely a, a fair bit of value in him because no one's really looking at him no one's nah. talking about him and look you're going to be getting him in probably your last two to three picks so mm. throwing a throwing a shot at the stumps for a guy that you know is going to start and lock. Um, yeah, I think there's a bit of value there. Yeah, for sure. Um, the last three points that I had, Billy Smith, how do you leave him out of the side? He's a weapon. Oh, Teddy we'll looked busy, looked really yes. good. Um, so that sort of confirmed my thoughts that Teddy could be a nice little sleepy. I don't think people are picking him high enough. Yeah. And then obviously Terrell may come off the bench again. Another CBA, he looks strong. Yeah. I think another one that um, that's flying under the radar a little bit is um, I'm, I'm waiting to see how this next trial goes and, and all that because I'm not sure whether he gets the plane ride across to um, to the US. But Connor Watson, he looked pretty good when he he came on. Took a took a good um, took a good dart from dummy half uh, after a good Colin run. And look, we know that he's about a 55 player from the bench. Mm. If you can get a 50 out of him from the bench coming back from that, that serious knee injury. Look, I, I'm, I'm a little bit interested, especially with the hooker and hooker to RF jewel. That's the um, big thing. That's and the that's, thing. and even if you're getting 45 with that, with that coverage of positions, like with the potential that you can get from him, all, all it takes is a, is a, um, a, a cheese injury and he's just starting hooker. Mm. Yeah. Cause it's not like they've, yeah. they're flush with hooker options either. And the fact Sand, that they Sand can rotate is, cheese through the middle just yeah, exactly. tells you that, you know, you're going to get some some good minutes out of Connor Watson at hooker throughout, you know, each game of the season. Yeah, and we know and we know that cheese needs a spell at certain periods of the game, and when he doesn't have a spell, he can go through the middle when Victor gets a spell, and Victor usually plays 65 minutes. Mm. Yeah, I do like that call. Yeah, the hooker to RF dual eligibility is very interesting. Mm. And keeping a close eye on him. And obviously you mentioned before about that um, Dom Young crusher tackle. Uh, I yeah. think there's obviously um, Sipley's going to have a bit of time on the sideline from that one because that was a very, very – it's probably the ugliest um, crusher tackle I've seen in a few years. So mm. I think there I is – I saw a comment from Sipley today. must have been on his socials and he came out and said, you know, I feel so bad because I've robbed Dom – and myself of a game in Vegas. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and that's and shit. look, he, he'd be Devo, and I'm sure yep. I'm sure Dom's Devo as well. So, look, it's it's a tough tough situation, but yeah, it's he's. I mean, Sipley was was a guy that I was thinking might be a fifty fifty odd plotter as well this season. So, mm. all right, let's move on to the next game here with the Eels Raiders. So there was plenty to look at here. And really, I just wasn't impressed uh, with the guys that I wanted to look at. 
Uh, Savage on the wing, he he did look involved. I'd rather him at fullback, mm. but he is putting his hand up, just going, "I don't care where you put me. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking do a job for you." Uh, Schiller had a really good game at centre. Oh, so I good. think yeah. you would think he has locked down that left centre spot. Uh, yeah, I, I can't see anyone stealing it from Fuck, him. There's so many people though. There's so many who's, guys. Who's gonna beat him out for it though? Like. Well, I mean, I think it's round two that um, Seb Chris comes oh, back. Oh, Seb Chris, yeah. Mate, so, I wouldn't be surprised if Seb Chris comes back and takes the fullback. fullback spot. Yeah, I think Chevy I, Stewart didn't look all he, that good. He was he wasn't much chop. And look, I think he at best he comes plays round one, and then Seb Chris returns at fullback because I think they've been developing Seb Chris over last season. And look, he wasn't setting the world alight at fullback, but he was doing a job. Um, mm. The problem is, like. A lot of their attack needs to needs to come from somewhere, and they need to have an attacking player from fullback. The the, the only guy that Savage. I'm really confident in drafting is Xavier Savage because I think at the very least he will be a winger mm. for the Raiders, and at the very best, somehow he makes it to fullback. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think it's going to be tough for him to to lock down that fullback spot, but because he offers more than Seb does. Chris does. Oh. Yeah, 100%. So it'd be interesting to see, but I'm I'm confident that he's going to be in the side. Like, he did look very good. Mm. He made a couple of line breaks. There was one line break there where everyone was going. I think it was, I forget who the commentator was, but he, he'd made two fucking steps past the line. He was like, good night. See ya. It's all over. <laughs> Done. I think it was, I think it was Ennis. And it, fucking calm down, bros. He's, he's, he's barely stepped past the first bloke in the line. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, I like to look at him. Um, Simmonson from the Eels, very sexy sleeper. Probably yeah. my favorite sleeper of 2024. I think he's going to be very good this year. Um, we talked about, you know, the 10 points in value mm. that he has at 80 minutes just playing center last year. Just on that left edge when you got Lane and Dealbags there. And plus, you've obviously got to have the wing stay out on Sivo because you don't want to give him any space. I just think Simmonson's going to have so many opportunities to score points here. Great under the high ball as well. Yeah, I was very impressed with this game. I think, yeah, he's going to go – he's going to fly under the radar and, yeah, very, very tasty. Very yeah. tasty sleeper. He was he was one of my favorite CTW pickups last season. Like, he, he just kept scoring points. Um, and I think it was because they – Eels attack a lot through their left. Mm. He's a bit of a glue hands, no doubt. Oh, he is, but that's great. But if you that's, own that's the glue hands, if you, if you own great. him and not Sivo yep. on the outside, fucking awesome. Yep. But, yep. Um, and I think having inside of him, Sean Lane, second season back, hopefully no injuries, copping mm. a few offloads. Thank you. And for he coming. looked good, Lane, didn't he? He, um, yeah. he looked hard to handle, good in contact was getting the arm free. So all of that's really good because we've talked about this. We'll yep. put it perfectly We're about the effective offloads that he had in 2022. That's what we want to see. Yeah, and yeah. that comes from that strength, that upper body strength that he has and that confidence, hitting the line, spinning and finding space. And I saw a lot of that in this game. So yeah. very promising for Lane, which is good. So put a tick there. We like him. We still like him. Hands, very handy. He yeah, was. He looked he good. Was, he he was, looks like he could. He could lock down this this eighty minute roll. So, no, I think I think. Look, we'll probably see um, see who who was the other guy that he's up Lussick. 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 For, um, Joey Lussick. Joey Lussick. He'll he'll probably start next game next week. Mm. So we'll see that with Teamless tomorrow. But 
yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see which way they go. Um, and then there was it was obviously that other other head knock with um with Matt Arthur as well. In yeah, this one. yep. That was a yep. that was a pretty bad one too. So yeah, there's a there's a few concussions this round, wasn't there? Boys were taking heads off. Oof. Oof. Fucking keen, keen Jeez, for it. Keen for the contact. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much all I saw. I mean, Ko Weeks, Ethan Strange, neither of them. Did anything for me? I mean, I mean we, if I had to give someone the 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 nod, I would say Strange probably had more control in his game and looked yeah. more mature in the role. Weeks but, has got a lot of toe though. It's yeah, oh, yeah, speed. yeah, speed to yeah, But there's a lot more that goes into the game of just being fast though, and I I, I think kicking game, passing, vision, Strange probably has it. But mm. in saying that. I wasn't like, oh fuck, this kid's a gun. Like putting yeah, in, yeah, yeah. it really doesn't look good for whoever's going to be playing five eight for the Raiders. In all honesty, no, no, exactly. Um, Not straight pop- off the bat, they're kids, they're young. You know, I, like- I, think, I, I think they're they're a season away from being relevant in the NRL. Um, Kotrick was another one that he, he popped up in some good areas, had that mm. real good eyes up footy play um, for weeks in the corner. Yeah. He bombed another try like soon after. It was it wasn't a great afternoon for him. Um and yeah, he's I think he's gonna be the old man out. Or one of, yeah. one of the odd men out. There's <laughs> gonna yeah. be a few to be fair. It yeah, it does look like the Raiders will struggle to score points in twenty twenty four. And we sort of we touched on that a lot mm. in the preseason, just saying that we weren't keen on this spine, we weren't keen on their ability to score points and that sort of turns into like we're not keen on super coach players from this team. Oh, and I think if if we see Sebastian Chris play fullback, even often, often worse. Yeah, because if they're worse. if they're playing big red at at lock and Seb Chris at, at fullback, no wonder they're not scoring fucking points. Yeah, 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 yuck. Um, all right, let's get in the next game. This is the Charity Shield Rabbitohs v Dragons. So Bird at right center, Lomax right wing. Ravalawa was playing left wing. So sexy mm. right edge for the Dragons because obviously you had Hunt playing out there on the right edge as well. Jaden Sue is probably going to line up on the right edge as well. Yep. Do love the potency of this right edge attack for the Dragons. Now Lomax at wing isn't great, but every time they kicked the ball, it was for him. Yeah. Every single time. Bomb, Lomax, bomb, Lomax, bomb, Lomax. Um, I'm still not seeing anything from Sloan that makes me think, why would he fucking get the job? Just give it to Lomax and see what he does with it. Give him 80 minutes. It's so hard for a bloke to warm into the game who's been watching how attack and defense is unfolding from the wing, then putting him in the fullback and going, okay, show me your best. Yeah. Cold, like let's go. Mm. Give it to me. You need to warm into into the position. Yeah, I, but <clears throat> I'll, I'll, I will say that that right edge was yeah looked good. So if Lomax does continue to play right wing, I'm not going to draft him where we want to draft him. But mm. if he slides, it's probably not the worst thing if you've got that dragon's right edge. And yeah. especially if it was it was as potent as it was last year, fifty four percent of their tries went down there. Like if he if he was playing left wing. I'll be I'll be putting him down probably two categories two rounds. But oh, red sharpie, almost. red sharpie. Like, it's um, it, it's a death knell. No one wants to be on that left edge for the, nope. the dragons. But um, look, you look at how many tries Ravalawa scored. 
granted, a lot of them are off the back of the brilliance of um, Lomax, but Lomax will be creating some of the brilliance himself. And mm. you'd imagine that Suli will, will be playing inside of him. Inside. Lomax. Nah. Um, or, or Bird. Uh, Bird. Bird is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This right edge is, yeah, yeah, yeah. is, is Hunt, Jaden Sewer, mm. Bird, and Lomax. Like, it's very, very it's gonna yummy. Be, it's going to be point central like it was in every other season that we've seen them. So, yeah. it's, um, look, I thought Jack Bird was really impressive at centre as well. And I think mm. there's, there's going to he's going to be a lot of value to be had there. Um, granted, you're buying your buyer's risk is quite high because of the injury issues. Yep. But hopefully he's put that behind him because dual CTW2RF, yeah, I, I'm liking that. I'm liking that a lot. Just wish this, it, they just played for a different team. I wish we were talking about a different team. <laughs> yeah. No, no. But, um, but when they JDB was good. Yeah. Uh, Blocker was good. Uh, was so, yep, I'm I'm very keen on our boy again this season. Yeah. Uh, so, but it was the the big watch list here was the the bunnies and where everyone was going to line up. Mm. So we got confirmation that Keon Kalmatungi is going to be on that left edge. But Talis Duncan played through the middle which all but confirms that Jai Arrow will be playing right edge back rower. I did say at the very start of the season, pre-season, that Arrow would be playing on the edge. So Hello, Arrow. Now Arrow's back in the conversation. 2RF front row forward dual eligibility. Someone they can put into your front row forward spot. And I was listening to Brian today talk about Arrow being under a bit of an injury cloud for most of last year. Yeah. But there's- there's some value there, some injury value. Plus, now he's going to be 80 minutes on the right edge, running off a guy that loves to use his edge back rower. In um, fuck, what's the kid's name again? Bunny's halfback. Oh, Ilias. Ilias. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm back on. I'm back on. Yeah, yeah. Like he he's a nice little sleeper there. Uh and then, of course, you, the you, won't, you won't have you won't have huge upside, but yeah, he's definitely one that he'll it, it, get his work rate going and everything else. No, I feel like he'll have more upside opportunity on the right than he did in the left, though. Oh, oh, yeah, because he's, yeah. he'll have you'll have a half that actually Ilias. uses uses yeah. them. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's sure. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. no, hundred percent. Um, and that right edge is wide open now, like we alluded to earlier. Mm. So, yeah, they had uh, my boy Burnsy out there just scoring tries, doing what he does. Braden Burns, like if he's he had, not- him, he had him put on a platter though, didn't he? That's that's what that's he does. What he, does. he stay stay in, cor- stay in the corridor and score the try, and he, he did exactly tries. what he needed to do. And um, and he's busy too. He's a busy mm, wing. Yeah. Um. So you would think early on round one, Tass probably plays left center. Yep. While Jack Whiten is out. Yeah. So that would make I think Tane Milne Tane Mil on the right, right center. center, and then Burnsy might just, be Burnsy Kenner. Bit of a battle there. Or is Isaac Thompson still in the picture? Or? Thompson, yeah. Like, I mean, he didn't get a, a, I didn't, a go I didn't here. Got a run. No. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it was good to see Murray offloading as well. Um, so mm. he was getting involved, getting through this tough stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, the one thing I will say about this game is the, the bunnies attacked a lot through their right side. And when you don't have all of your left side guns there, yeah. I think a lot of people are going to get sucked into the whole, oh, the right side's going to be dominant this yeah. year, blah, blah, no. blah. It's not going to be like that. No, no. They should be super left dominant. Not not saying that 
And like I said earlier, it's it's so great seeing the Troll Mitchell um, passing left to right because mm, yeah. yeah, doesn't doesn't when use it sweep, often enough. When he sweeps over there, you're like, wow! Like he can yeah. just use both sides of the field. Mm. And the way the when he's running full pelt at cunts, you could imagine you can imagine being the defensive line just going, oh no! Like what the fuck? If I give him just an inch here, he's going to run over the top of me. So you've got to be. You gotta be on here, you gotta have your feet planted, you gotta ready to go, and then all of a sudden he just sucks you in, cut out ball, and then the winger goes in. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how the bunnies attack because you might see them suck a lot of defenders over that left and then Latrell just pop up on the right and put blokes over. Yeah. No, a hundred percent, man. They're gonna be a very dangerous team, CLS. I think dangerous. I think they're they're definitely top eight bound and look it's it's gonna be it's going to be the the Raiders that um, that will drop out. Yeah, I'm really interested to Vanilla. see. So we've got we've got the eels, we've got the cows, we've got the bunnies. All of these teams, I think, are, are going to be vying for a top eight spot. Like realistically, outside of the um, the Raiders, who, who are we thinking actually drops out? Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Like, it's going to be it's going to be a real tight race, I think, for the top eight this season. I'm, mm. I'm super excited to see how it turns out. Actually, the future bets for top eight is going to be good because there's going to be great prices for these teams. So good, so good. Yep. All, all right, man. Let's all, keep all, moving all the, here. They'll all be fucking tight. Yeah, yeah, but they they all should be decent value because it's going to be so tight. Yeah, yeah. Um. Warriors Tigers game here. I thought it was Tigers v uh, Gold Coast when I turned it on. I don't know what the fuck the I Warriors were wearing, same. and it's like Warriors. You've just put out all this fucking fantastic content on your socials about how great your, your jerseys are going to be, and you're taking it back to '95, and you run out with that. Come on, we want to see the vintage fucking I'd kit. To, I'd love to say it was the sec- the the worst jersey that they've had, but it isn't even the worst though. They had that horrible one in the nineties. That was oh, I can't remember. I don't know what that thing where they were on the weekend. It didn't yeah. resemble the Warriors at all. It was no good. Um, but we had RTS left, so that's confirmed. He will be playing the left, but he did look good. Look good with ball in hand. And like I said on the trial uh, preview, is with RTS out there that does put interest around whoever's going to play 5-8 because you've got more attacking potency out there now, ball will go out there more often. And I'll tell you, so I'll tell you what. Metcalf, CHT, whoever CHT it is. CHT look good. So did Metcalf, though. So right? did Metcalf, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. This is another one where I just don't know where they're going to land because Tamara Martin, he, look, he looked good in the All-Stars game as well, so at times. but um, And so... Uh, CHT's only halfback, is that right? So CHT's halfback only, and um, yep. uh, what, uh, Metcalf is 5'8 only. 5'8 only. Yeah, yeah so, so it's a tough one. And then you've got um, Tamara Martin, who's 5'8 fullback dual. Yeah, so okay. whoever gets the spot there, there's, there's definite value because there's going to be a lot more attack down that left corridor for sure. This season, sure. because you've got one of the best, um, well, now the best centers in the in the in the land, um, I think that it, it does put up a few stocks in Marcelo Montoya because I think he mm. he was he was going all right last season. He was at Captain about forty five. Marcelo clip. Montoya, Captain, oh Captain. God, how funny Marcelo was Montoya. that when he was talking to the ref, ref and the ref side? Mate, he was Mate, king. The, the, what you just said, 
that's not how you talk to a ref. Um, I, I get it that you're excited that you're captain. I get that. I get you that you're pumped up about that. But you need to fucking pump the brakes, champ. Yeah, yeah. Come on, champ. Yeah, that was that yeah, was hilarious. Good. But it, it, a he wasn't wrong. But um, but B he um, I think he's going to have a bit more opportunity on that on that mm. left edge. And yeah, I, I do think he's going to get some quality fucking ball from um from RTS. It was positive for RTS, wasn't it? Because I was mm. a little bit down on him. Obviously, people are going to overdraft, overdraft him because he's RTS. Huge. But I, w- I think I'm, I think I'm put at ease about him just not getting ball. Their attack will be centered, well, not centered, but there will be plays in there that are designed around him. Yeah, it's not going to be right, 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 right. Why would you have Roger Tuivasa-Shek in your side? And starve him of ball. Yeah. Exactly. So that there's a ripple effect here. Now you've got uh, SJ coming off a 77 average regression, like we said. Yeah. Now that's almost guaranteed. You've got DWZ that needs all those tries to be super coach relevant. Uh oh, yep. is he going to have that many tries? Probably not. He's going to be massively C- overdrafted. CNK, I didn't see him do much of a left sweep last year. You know, some fullbacks yeah. just have a tendency to sweep down edges more often than the other edge. Mm, yeah. Does that sort of put him in no man's land now if there's left ball? So there is a huge ripple effect here for the Warriors, and you need to be aware of all this, especially if you're going to go big on this right edge. I can see people getting fucking, yeah, stuck no. stuck here with right edge players and going, fuck, I thought they were just going to pump it here. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. and. One of the one of the positions that I think is going to be a bit open is the right center spot. But with how they played last season and how quickly they spread, um, I just don't think that this, that that right right center spot's supercoach relevant. To be honest, no. Um, the way that no. the way that Barry played there last season, Pompey is a half chance because of his um, goal kicking. He they might they might give him a run there at right center. But yeah, it's um. As a backup goal kicker to SJ, obviously. But, um, yeah, it's mm. – it, look, I, I just love – I love the work rate of RTS. I loved watching him. Um, I actually watched the um, the highlights again through the NRL site and they had the um, the Kiwi commentary. It's hilarious. It, it's so good. Oh, they they oh, fucking God. froth over the it. The orgasms. It's, it's amazing. Over <laughs> under, 12, 12.5 orgasms oh, per run. Big time. Big like, time. Like, Wow. Wow. Um, yeah, so that was great watching RTS go around, but the biggest one out of this game was Appy kicking goals. Yes. And that's got no. the super coach world no. up and about. I'm sorry. The biggest thing was the M M&M haircut. Let's 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 get that clear. That was the best <laughs> thing about this game. Um but yeah. Oh, we know we know that he loves this. Did don't you remember when he was with Kick Out, they both had the same haircut? Yeah, they both had right, the That's right. Yeah, he uh, loves the he loves the bleach. He does, he does. Um, look, see, it's, see. it's a great it's a great talking point with Appy because I mean we saw him in eighty minutes game eighty minute games last year. He averaged seventy two. Mm, so yeah. if you conservatively put on ten points for goal kicking, that's eighty two in eighty minute games. Down does he play eighty minutes? Probably not. <laughs> but we're talking about a guy that you know probably pushed for a fifty fifty five average, regardless. Put mm. ten points on that. You know, you're looking at a sixty-five, maybe high sixty, could be seventy. Who knows? He is a clear number three hooker, um, and he he has skyrocketed up 
uh, rankings with this goalkeeper. Yeah. That's it's huge. No, it's he, huge. He's definitely come up the rankings in the the draft chart for sure. We've, we've just released an updated updated draft chart yesterday, last night. So just based on the trials, um, we've got him probably just a little bit behind um, Wade Egan, um, but ahead of Blake Braley. So, oh, I'd have him above Egan. Yeah, well, if, he, if he's kicking goals, if he's kicking goals, if it's hundred yep. percent confirmed, he's kicking yep. goals and yep. and big time that they're not carrying a bench hooker. If he's getting eighty, I think, if he's getting eighty and goal kicking, yeah, he's he is a clear three for sure. I even think even if he doesn't get eighty, but he's still got the goal kicking, he's still clear three. Mm, yeah, potentially. I don't, I'm just not hundred percent sold on how many points they'll be scoring this season. Well, I said 10 points. That's conservative. Like, you're scoring 10 points in goals if you play for the worst team in the comp. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, who knows if he's going to play 80 or not, but he is an attacking hooker. He does have upside. That goal kicking is just massive. And the fact that, you know, you had Aiden Caesar, Bud Sullivan in this team on the weekend and he still kicked goals tells me that that's who they've decided, that's who they've landed on. And he was he was kicking them okay, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And you would think, I mean, you would think the West Tigers are going to be a little bit better than last year. You know, they're not going to be fucking world beaters, mm. but might, might be a few, a few extra points in them. I mean, even last season, he, he was he was kicking them in an eighty five percent clip. Like that's Sheesh. that's that is that is elite. That is elite. So, look, I I do think there's going to be a bit of points. Um, points from him but look when you look at the net points per game and this is this is where i needed to have have this come out net points per game um the top tippity top is 14 points per game and that's nico hines so yeah reuben cotter i mean sorry reuben garrick in a in a very attack-minded team 10 points per game so yep. that's where i just don't think that the 10 points that we're adding to appy is relevant in this case. Or oh, eight points. It yeah. still puts yeah, yeah. No, no. him better, still, better still, than still Egan. Puts, yeah, yeah. But uh, I think we just need to manage manage. What have we got Egan down for? Point. Like maybe making a sixty average. Yeah, I think so. Maybe I think, I think that's it, a I think big if, maybe. Yeah. And so, like, because I'm just looking at Appy's scores, eighty minutes is an absolute weapon. Like he. I don't know what he, he went like 120, 60, 61, 79, 48, 66 to end the season. Yeah. Um, I, think the, I think the one thing that does detract me away from Appy, and this is for, this is purely for the draft chart, is that round 26 buy. It's, oh, it's, yeah, an, absolute, yeah. it's, a, it's an absolute killer. And that's where yeah. I've, I've had to put him below Egan because I think, yeah, he's probably going to average probably five points ahead with this goal kicking, but. Like he's he's not going to be there when you need him, and you mm. are going to need to cover that position. And it's yeah, not an easy position call, to yeah. cover. Because I'm not picking any Tigers. I don't care how good they are in our draft. Because I mean, they're around 26 by. Oh, like I'll be looking at at someone like a, an IPAP or someone like that who can give me some value. I'm just not um, even. But yeah, I mean, in our draft, I'm probably not. If I'm honest, yeah. In 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 my other keeper league, I'll probably look at it, but yeah, it's not something that I'm I'm willing to take that that sort of risk on. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, let's get into the Cowboys Broncos game here. So I've just got Broncos left sexy as fuck. Yeah, I mean, look, I I, I think it's um it's probably not a good sign for um 
it's probably not a good sign for stags that no. um even especially even, with Adam Reynolds even Adam Reynolds down that left, left so yeah. he was just he was down that that edge he, so often he, he was playing both sides but predominantly yeah. left and yeah. I think I think a lot of that was due to Mam not being there and mm. him not him not relying on and on not Cogham, um uh, Madden to do like Mam's sort of role to to run that but left he did, side. He did play both sides of ruck last mm. year at times as well. Yeah, so no. like it just might be part of his game now, where he's just like you know I'm just going to pop up wherever they need me. But, I, but, but when you've got a weapon, like, is, when you've got a weapon like Cobo and and even Pierre Coo running really nice lines, like mate, geez, mate, mate, it's very arousing, like. Cobo, Walsh loves it out there on the left. Oh, you know, it could be Corey Oates on the wing. Oh, like, God. Piakura. It's... Even Tristan Oh, God, I need to get a cold spoon. Fuck me. Um, yeah, it's very nice, bro. It's look, You want some stocks in here. I don't care yeah. who it is. If you want to pick up Cobo, you want to pick up Piakura, mm. Adam Reynolds, whatever it is, I think this left edge is going to have points in it. I think the Broncos are the type of team that are going to put the foot on throats of teams. Oh, they're yeah. not going to put the, the cue in the rack. They're going to put big points on, especially when you've got these young, brash, cocky motherfuckers like Walsh that oh, just want to yeah. play football. And Cobos. Right, well. right up until the whistle. They want to put points on. So that's what I took about took away from here. I was just like, wow, I want, some, I want a piece of this Broncos left edge. Adam Reynolds... I was like, wow, okay. He, he sort of like he's, started he's climbing he's my fair, ranks in my head. for a genuine halfback option. Like a, yeah, oh, he, he, easily. It was, it was a fallback option in my in my um, pre-draft list. But like, I'm firming no. for him as like a genuine option in the in the fourth, fifth round. He's a guy that will score 14 points a game in goal kicks. Yes. Yeah, he will. Because of he the will. Broncos scoring so many points and how, how and accurate he, he and is. And he's a good kicker. Yeah. And he'll have fingerprints all over every point that the Broncos score now that we see him just popping up wherever the fuck he wants. So, yeah, I was super impressed with him. Pierre Carrell was the man, man of the day, though, wasn't he? He looked good. He looked bloody good. Um, yeah. Late footwork, runs a good line, mm-hmm. busy, good base, tick, 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 tick. Yeah. I mean, he's – before the injury, he was just – he was doing it was doing even more than we would have seen from um Capel just in different areas. And look, I I do think it it gives him another dimension on that left edge. And look, it's an uptick for Mam, it's an uptick for for Cobbo, it's an uptick for everyone, just with how good Pierre is coming out. Yeah. Yeah, I oh it's 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 lovely. It is lovely. So I love that. Reese Walsh just scintillating. I will say this though, he will be, he'll be like owning the troll Mitchell, but worse. You, you may go into halftime with fifteen points. Yeah, look, it's um, he can he can do a lot. He can do a lot in a limited amount of time in 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 a single run almost. But he needs to do a lot. But he needs he's to that, do. A lot. He's that type of player that he needs to do a lot to get that. He he gets them. He's like drinking, but he respect. needs he needs to do a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it will be a fucking roller coaster, and there'll be games where you'll be sitting on fifteen points, and there'll be twenty minutes to go, and you'll be like, "Oh no, I've captained him. What's happened?" <laughs> and then he'll score 80, 80 more points, yeah. and, and and you turn and, into a and genius, with nine, and and with ninety five points, and you'll be like, "Well, well, that's what I thought would happen." Yeah, See? Exactly. I told you, I, I never told doubt you, it. never doubt it. I told never you, that's it. what. That's why I fucking captained him, you idiots. <laughs> 
Um, so just be in mind that that is the season you're going to have yeah, if you yeah. have Walsh. Um, on the other side, the semi Valame hype, it's real. Yeah, I love look, I love this bloke. He's a he's a he's a great he's a great option, and look, he's he's definitely going to get one of those backline spots for sure. There's no oh, yeah. no doubt at all. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, confidently draft him for sure. Um. That Finnafuaki, he's a he's a handful in the Who's half. Who's going to get that left edge spot? Because Lucy's out on on the way out. You got Luki sitting there. Yeah. There's some huge value to be had at whoever gets that spot. I mean, it's it's hard to really pinpoint down who's going to get it because Lukey, Lukey had the wraps on him a few years ago that he was the next big thing in the back row. And then mm. obviously he got injured, Nanai came through, and he, he's obviously big swing and dick in the team. But um, fuck, like, fuck the, an embarrassment of riches there. Yeah, I'll be watching it very closely because both, both interest me. Very yeah. scintillating. Close the line, hard to stop. Whoever gets the points spot, in I'm interested in, in. And look, I think it, you, you could do a lot worse than have a throw at the stumps on either one of these guys. Keep them for maybe six rounds before you, you um, before you, you throw them to the the win. But yeah, it's someone's going to get the win out of that. I'm not mm. entirely sure. And it's a similar similar position as the the Roosters back line. You just don't know. I know, I know. A few games. Roosters back line, the fucking Knights back line, like I and mean, back row. Yeah, it's fuck, gambles. So hard. it's gonna be gonna be fun. Can't wait to have a gamble on draft day. It's gonna be sick. Um, all right, let's get into the last game: Finns Titans. And mate, it looks like the Titans can defend. And I know, I know, I know it was some young blokes, but it is a system that has no, might have put in place. But that's, but that's the big thing is it was a, it was a bunch of kids and they stuck to the systems and the systems mm. fucking worked mm. for the first half. Um, yeah, like the second half, the the Finns kind of took over. But my god, like Tom Weaver, Clues Haas, Tony Francis, what a finisher! Mm. Like one of the top scorers from um, from Q Cup last season, and look, he looked every bit of a first um, first team player. Farnworth. That, well, that's that's the biggest thing out of this game, right? Is how this back line for the Dolphins uh, is going to line up. And if I had to put my money on it today, I would put my money on it lining up exactly how they started the game. Bostock on the left wing, yep. Tessie New left. Center, Herbie Farmworth, right center, Jamana Sarko, right wing. And Avarillo cut oranges. Yep. And Val Tafaro, keep running laps, champ. Yeah. Because he, he was he was near unstoppable. It was like near unstoppable when he was on the field and running. But um I think he still needs to lose get a bit more conditioning. Um and the thing is you've never seen him play left center, so it's like, are you going to oust Herbie Farmworth? No. Hmm. Let's be real here. And you can't leave, leave Tessie New out of the side. He has been the, the the Dolphins' best in the last two weeks. Like oh, his but- base stats at centre have been amazing. Like he's putting his hand up for tough runs again and again and again. He's tough to handle. I mean, I'm even looking at him draft wise. I'm like, wow, this kid could be something. He could be a little bit of a sleeper here. Look, we, we've there's seen, a lot about him. We've seen when he was playing with the, the Broncos a few years gone by. He he was a fantastic option when he was playing. Um, when was, I think he was playing at the time fullback and a little bit of center, and he, he was unstoppable at times. Mm. Um, very good attacking output, very super coach friendly game. He just needs an opportunity. He was injured a, a lot through last season, and then he was in and out of the team. So, 
Look, he gets that opportunity. He's every chance of nailing it down. Yeah, I honestly think it's his. Like, mm. I think it's done, and I don't mind him in in some leagues. If he's your fourth CTW, I don't mind it at all. Um, on the other edge, uh, obviously, it's red flags, alarm bells for Jermaine Osaka, and we saw it mm. in one of their first attacking raids with Katoa drifting across short ball to Herbie because he runs such a great line. Herbie goes over for the try. Katoa's licking his lips just going, oh, I could do this a lot this yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. Paul Jermaine Osako is going to be star of the ball here. It's Look, is Osako still going to be a fantastic super coach option? Of course he is. Kicks goals. Yeah. He will score tries. But there's no way he's scoring fucking 27 tries this year. No. I guarantee you if Herbie Farmworth is inside him. No, and that's the and that's the big thing is like Herbie, Herbie will pass the ball sometimes. Yeah, he, he'll, he'll pass tuck, it. He'll tuck it. He'll tuck it own under thirty. Yeah, now, he he loves passing the ball in their own thirty. <laughs> own twenty, own thirty. He's big. He's big on passing the ball on their edge of the fifty. Yep, fair, Once fair. they're attacking the line, there's no chance. Champ, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm going myself here. So yeah, man, I love Herbie. It's great for yeah. Herbie playing on this right edge outside Katoa. Oh, I think they're gonna it's, it's spark up a good combination. Real estate, one of the, some of the best real estate in the in the game. But, um, and just be careful with the Sarko. Yeah. Um, look, Wallace looked good. Seemed to pick up where he left off from last year. Um, really, I love really getting Really getting involved. Um, mm. Flegler, like he got through a bit of work when he was on the field. Um, but yeah. Late footwork, looking yeah. good. Yeah. No, he was looking, it was looking real sharp. I mean, for, for me, the you hit the nail on the head. The real talking point is, is just how Farmer looked. Um, I thought he was amazing. I think... The, the the way he looked and the way that Katoa was using him at times means that I'm looking at Katoa as a late, well, obviously yeah. like last last pick sort of option. No yep. one else is going to pick him up. If it doesn't doesn't come into fruition, we're probably a season too early. But look, if, it, if everything clicks with that, fuck, you could have a real good pickup on your hands there because he it was obviously the next got next man up for um, for the Panthers for a little while and they they stole him um, from the Panthers and look, he's he's dialed in there and I think he's on a really good trajectory, that guitar. Yeah, 100%. I was thinking the same thing, like just have him on your bench. He's 5'8". You know, we know how disgusting the five eight position it's, it's is. It's a tough, it's a tough spot. And look, if you if yep. you have a if you have a punt on one of your if you if you pick up through the draft someone like a um, Campbell, for instance, if you pick him up and he's, he's the only decent option left, last pick of the draft, no one's going to be picking up Isaiah Katoa. Just pick mm. him up to to bolster bolster those stocks for sure. Yep. The last thing I'll say about this this Dolphins outfit is there is a battle for that left edge back rower spot. Um, it's going to be Aiken or Connolly Lemuelu. Obviously, Aiken got the first half. Lemuelu got the second half. Mm. Got no idea what's going to happen. I've heard stories that, you know, uh, Aiken's the fittest he's ever been. Fucking beep tests, fucking skin folds, the whole bit. All the cliches under the sun down. there. Yep. Oh, the coach loves him. Coach, coach is very, very impressed with his training style. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> loves it. Um, I do like whoever is going. Yeah, I, I do like whoever's going to get that spot. Um, so that's one to watch because yeah. I think whoever does get it, I, I don't think. Do you think they, they they're going to share minutes? Didn't they keep the spot through the season though? 
Well, it's up to them to keep yeah, it. You know what I mean, yeah, like I if they play well, I think they mm. will keep it. Um, I think whoever ends up there, they're good enough that they'll, they'll stay there the rest of the season because we've seen what Aiken can do in the edge. The smart thing, if you were Bennett, and I mean I'm not here sitting here telling Bennett what to do and telling him how to do his job. I should, but um, if you <laughs> played Aiken, if you played Aiken on the left edge, right, what a player to have that can cover centre and the middle and an edge. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it and really does give you a lot of flexibilities if you get HIAs or injuries. He's only 28 as well. Like he's got a mm. lot of footy ahead of him. Um, eight cases. Yep. yep. You yeah. can confidently put him at centre and go, you know he's going to do a job. He's played a lot of football there. And if you want him to put the third end on his back and run through the guts, he's strong and big enough to do that as well. So, yeah, yeah it's going to be interesting to to see who locks down that spot. And we know Tessie New's got an injury in him. So mm. if, if Tessie does get that um, that center spot, then Aitken can cover if needed. 100% bro. Well, that's the uh, the trial wrap, guys. Oh, Lost actually, the dribble there. One, one, thi- one thing to, to come out of that as well. Obviously, um, Aitken played majority of his games at center last season. So he's only CTW. Um, eligible. Mm. So if he does get um, named uh, to start in the back row, he'll pick up in round six the 2F as well as dual. So something to keep in the back of your mind. Um, he, he might even pick it up before round one. Round um, one. But yeah. If there's confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they're, they're usually a bit fucking cloak and dagger with it. So we'll see what happens out of that. But apparently there are six absolute confirmed dual changes that will happen before um, round Ooh. one. So we'll have to keep an eye on things and see what happens there. But, yeah, it's um, just something to keep in the back of your mind for, yeah, for, for Aiken sure. specifically. For sure, for sure. All right, mate. Well, anything else you want to you wanna touch on here before we uh, get the fuck out of here? No, it was, just, it, it was good to see a few, few of the, um, the special players ripping, ripping and tearing, like you said. Um, the one thing I will say – don't read into the performances a great deal. Um, it's more it's more about positional play and things like that because we know that a lot of the teams that were lining up they were they were not even mid strength they were very low strength teams so they would have been torn apart by any half strength teams. So yeah, for um, me it's for me it's about getting confirmation about where the field on the field blokes are playing and also confirming the thoughts that I've had on certain guys like. Mm. If I'm big on a guy and then I see him out there, he's confident, he's taking the line on, he's getting getting through plenty of work, then I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm on the right track here. So, but don't be going, oh, we only got 20 minutes. It's like some of these guys, that's all they needed to do. Like you know, they run on, they play 20 minutes, and the coach goes, I've seen enough, get off. One guy that I didn't really notice, and he probably didn't play, um, was Spencer Lanier for the Roosters. He he, mm. he hasn't he hasn't didn't play or. Um, I'm, no, who knows, mate? It might be yeah. that he's got some some niggling injuries, or mm. it, it could be a fact that like they're like we don't. Re- Do you need to have a trial run? No, you're good. All right, yeah. round ones when you play, then sweet. No. Like, who I, knows? I'm interested to see where he lines up, whether um JWH like starts or whether JWH comes off for impact off the bench, or whether Spenny Lenny just gravitates towards that impact off the bench role that he was he did so well and effectively in um mm. at the Panthers. Because he's he's come mm. out and he said that he wanted to play um starting 
front row. So if Jared's fit enough to wear the eight, he'll wear the eight. <laughs> yeah. He'll yeah. go in for a rip and a tear yeah. at the first I don't 20 think, minutes. I, I don't think he's given up that number eight jersey willingly. No, no, no exactly. Even if, so even if, if he's, he's number eight, he, he might start off the bench. And yeah, eight off the bench, yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah, it's um, All right, guys, that'll do for this one. We've dribbled on for an hour and a half about trial rap. I hope you can dig through all that shit and get some gold out of there. Uh, can't wait to see all of your teams that you drafted over the weekend, guys. And if you don't hear from me again, good luck this weekend in your drafts. But that's enough from us, bro. That's it. Remember, there are many things a man can do with his time. This is better than those things. You're damn right, Walker. Catch us next round on the Weekly Rubdown. Over it. You. You can take me now. I have seen it all. Get that, India. Get the car. Get the car. Get the car.